Brought to you by the reinvented 2012 Camry. It's ready. Are you? Welcome to Stuff You Should Know from HowStuffWorks.com. Hey, and welcome to the podcast, Stuff You Should Know. That's what it's called. How's it going, Chuck? It's going great, Josh. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Good. Uh, before we get started, Josh, I'd like to say a couple of words, if I may. Okay. Uh, this is, uh, we say this, uh, how, uh, Stuff You Should Know is just named to uh, iTunes 2008, Best of 2008 podcast. And we say this as a thank you to the fans, A, yeah. and as a thank you to our producer, Jerry. Yes. This is not a pat on our back. Our producer, Jerry, works tirelessly to uh, edit, uh, to provide the music, uh, makes the sound quality. Everyone talks about how great our Basically, sound quality yeah. is. Basically, yeah, everything we say is wrong. Jerry has to go back, um, figure out the right answer, right, and edit it so that it sounds like we know what we're talking about, right. essentially. So Jerry's work and the fans that listen is a big, big reason why we were named uh, Best of 2008. It's something we're really proud of, so... We just want to say thank you, and yeah. uh, let's get on with it. Yeah, let's. How about gun death? How about that for a segue? Well, Jerry's crying now, so yeah. I think uh, gun death is a good way to go. Okay, all right. So, um, wow, that was really something. That was great. <laughs> I know. Um, I'm verklempt. Are you? Yeah, well. I've never seen you get choked up. <sighs> okay. Take a breath. All right. All right. So, uh, gun death. Gun death. Yes. Basically, uh, Chuck, there was a new study that was released, uh, I think, about four hours ago. Really? L- yeah, less than that, actually. Wow. Um, and it found that states that have lax handgun laws, mm-hmm. there's actually 10 of them that have really lax handgun laws, and I believe uh, Georgia's one of them. Sweet. We're one of those states you can come down and buy, like, 50 guns if you want, and then right. take them to New York and sell them. Right. Yeah. Well, states like ours actually uh, have a higher instance per capita of um, handgun-related deaths, actually 70% more. So that's not altogether shocking. No, it's not. And what's even less shocking is that these statistics are found in the U.S. Because you can make a pretty good case that um, the U.S. is a gun culture. Yeah, you want some numbers? Yeah. I'm flying in with the stats as we speak. Yeah. Uh, United States, uh, in 2007, there were a total of 270 million guns. Yes, and that is 90 guns for every 100 people. Right, and just to put uh, that in perspective, uh, India, which is, kind of surprised me actually, the second most armed nation. Well, think, think about this. India also has like a billion people well, living there. Yeah, that's We true. have a quarter of the population of ben- India. Right, uh, so having said that, uh, India has uh, 45 million compared to our 270 and, and they're the second yeah. in the most heavily armed nation on right. the planet. So there you go. Yeah. Um, so that's that's a lot of guns. Yeah, we that's like a our lot guns of guns here. for people. You know, um, I spent some time uh, when I was in high school. I lived in Kennesaw, Georgia. Uh-huh. And oh, right. Kennesaw actually has uh-huh. a law on the books that says you have to own a gun if you live in Kennesaw. Yeah, that was probably passed right around the time you were growing up there, right? Uh, I think it was passed a few years before. Okay. Because I remember I'd, when I'd heard happened. of it. Yeah, I'd heard of it when, you know, before we came down. Right. And um, I'm no gun guy, but apparently crime dropped uh, quite a bit in Kennesaw. It did. And it also, uh, it also was an end run around any debate over gun control. They just said, no, forget it. We're going the exact opposite way of gun control. Everybody has to have a gun. Right. And clearly, you know, the police didn't enter your house and search which would have been stupid to do in Kennesaw because everybody's armed. Right. So it wasn't a very heavily enforced law, but it's a, it was a significant one. Right. Everybody in Kennesaw knew it, you know. Right. But we're not talking about gun control today. No. That's not what this podcast is all about. No. It's just a setup. Yeah. What we're talking about is uh, 
where do you want to get shot? What? Isn't that what we're talking about? The best place to get shot? Oh, yes. 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 Actually, yes. Um, and, and the reason we were talking about guns is because there's so many of them. It's pretty, you know, you have a pretty high likelihood in the U.S. to get shot. So as a service of, you know, a public service of how stuff works, we're here to advise you on the best place to take a bullet if you do right. get shot. As if you can control that. Although well, there are a couple of things you could do. Sure. I mean, you're in a grocery store and, and, and it goes down, you know, uh-huh. the stuff hits the fan, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Now you'll know what to do. Right. Or um, an example I used was um, if an angry loan shark is like, I got a bullet here with your name on it, where right. do you want to take it? Right. Now you'll know. Right. Okay. So um, let's let's first kind of describe what happens when you get shot, right? Because an understanding of, of this called wound ballistics uh-huh. it's the field of study of you know what a bullet does to bone and tissue and organ uh, once you understand that you can figure out pretty easily where the best place to get shot is right um okay so wound ballistics chuck yes kinetic energy josh yes a, a bullet's entire purpose on this planet is to take the energy that it has when it's shot out of a gun and transfer it to your body. Right, which is determined by its weight and velocity. And trajectory. Is, and trajectory. Yes. So you, you take all these things together, and actually you can um, predict pretty well the kind of damage that's going to be done. Um, if you are shot in a bone, uh-huh. a bone's going to absorb most of that kinetic energy, if not all. Which and sounds like a good thing. It's not. It's not. It means your bone is just totally shattered. Right, which causes essentially a mini shrapnel explosion inside your body. Yeah. And the bone fragments actually end up doing, I don't know about as much, but it does a lot of damage to your organs. And and they've been known to travel all sorts of crazy places, too. Yeah, bullets, uh, The I know the big JFK magic bullet theory sounds crazy, and I'm not siding one way or the other, but bullets have been known to do weird, weird things once they hit objects. Didn't wasn't it that uh, that Texas senator didn't it supposedly hit his elbow and travel up his arm and then go out and then hit JFK in the face or something? Yeah, or and uh, my my brother in law who's in the Marine Corps told me a story one time about a, a firing range accident where a fellow Marine was shot and it, it like went in his uh, shoulder and traveled across his chest and then down the arm and like out the tip of his finger. Wow, just tumbling. It's just nuts. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. So these things are deadly and unpredictable, which yeah. is a really bad mix. That's <laughs> a great combination. Yeah. Um, okay. So uh, th- that's what happens when you when when bones hit. Right. The, that kinetic energy is transferred to the bone, which shatters and it's bad. Right. And ultimately, here's a little side note: um, getting shot through and through and in and out Excellent. is actually it's actually good. Right. I mean, you you may bleed to death. Uh, but you're probably going to bleed to death anyway if it hits right. some sort of vital organ um, or major artery. But the bullet wasn't – it didn't manage to transfer all of its energy, which is why it kept traveling. Right. If it stays in your body, all that energy was transferred to your bone, mm-hmm. um, soft tissue, which actually right. doesn't – it doesn't um, it doesn't crush. Uh, the kind of wound that a bone sustains is a crushing wound, uh-huh. crushing penetration. Right. Um, soft tissue – or organs, that kind of thing, mm-hmm. that actually suffers a cavitation. Right. This is screwed up. Right. This is uh, actually, this kind of surprised me. When a bullet passes through you, mm-hmm. through tissue, it creates a cavity uh, that can be up to 30 times as wide as the bullet itself. Mm-hmm. So it's a wide path. Yeah. And it's it's created by these shock waves, right? Mm-hmm. And then the, the path closes behind the bullet. Right. It's like a split second opening, this gulf 
in your soft tissue, um, and then it closes behind, but that that damage is already done. That shock wave is already just trashed all that soft tissue. Right. Um, so that that's bad too. Right. Uh, which sort of brings us to the specialty bullets yeah. that are especially made to do maximum harm. We're talking about uh, full metal jacket mm-hmm. uh, bullets, great, and then movie. yeah, good movie too. And uh, hollow points, which are designed to fragment after impact, or uh, hollow points are soft. And they actually flatten and spread out and create a wider area, mm-hmm. uh, wider than that 30%. So. Yeah, because, you know, if you have a little pointy bullet, it's not going to make as, as much. Right. Uh, it's not going to have as much of a, a wide of a track or uh, a, create a cavity. So I just call those people killing bullets. Exactly. I mean, these things are designed to, to most efficiently transfer their mm-hmm. energy, all of it, to the human body. Right. Um, so, yeah. So so now we kind of understand what a bullet can do, right? Uh-huh. Um, no, the body. Right, the human body. You, so bone can shatter. Yes. So you want to kind of, you don't, you don't want to get shot in a place that's real bony, especially if it's a, a bone that's near a vital organ. Right. Say so, your ribs. Yeah, your chest is just out of the question. Uh huh. You've got, you've got lungs in there. You've got heart. Mm-hmm. I think the liver's in there somewhere. <laughs> I mean, you, you've got a bunch of really Kidneys. important stuff in there. Yeah, between your waist and your neck is a lot of uh, organs going on. And mm-hmm. if all of a sudden you have rib rib fragments flying all over the place, then. Mm-hmm. You're in bad shape. And also getting shot in the spine, not a great place. No. Um, probably uh, lifelong paralysis, uh-huh. uh, if not death. Um, not not a good spot. Right. Your head is a terrible spot, too. Yeah, I know the guy that, did you interview him? or did Yeah, you? yeah. his name was Ed Sizemore. Yeah, he said, you know, you'd rather get shot in the brain than in the heart. And- no, he said he'd rather get shot in the heart than the brain. Right, because you can repair a heart. There's artificial hearts. There's exactly. no artificial brain. I don't Although think I agree he, with that. Although he though. also pointed out that um, there are plenty of people who uh, survive um, gunshot wounds to their brains. Right. From, I think, 1980-something to 1993. Uh, <laughs> That's pretty scientific. It, was, it wasn't that scientific? Uh-huh. Um, I'm sorry. It was 1982 to 1993. Right. 66% of the people who came into Cook County General Hospital in Chicago with gunshot wounds to their brain lived. Uh-huh. So it, it's not necessarily fatal to get shot in the brain, but you, you can be messed up for the rest of your life. Sure, brain damage, and that's no kind of fun either. No, huh? So you want to stay away from the head. Uh-huh. You want to stay away from the torso, the spine. Yeah. Um, and I think really, ultimately, every single one of our listeners is like, yeah, really? Right. What a, what a huge surprise. What an enlightening podcast. <laughs> okay, so let's go to the arms and legs then, Smarties, huh? Yeah. Well, did any of you say arms or legs? Because if so, you'd be wrong. Yeah, but my first thought was maybe to get shot in the leg would be a good place, because in the movies, they just... Tie a bandana around it and limp off. Yeah. Did, did you did you ever see? Uh, I think it was uh, Rambo. I think it was First Blood Part Two. It might have been Three, um, where he gets shot in the side, uh-huh. it's a through and through wound, and he's down in like some sewer or something, and he pours like gasoline or or sterno into it, and then lights it on fire with a torch to like cauterize the, the wound, wound shot. and it just shoots through like the side of his body, and he screams and everything. It's awesome. Nice. It was pretty good. <laughs> Well, um, you just—I just got a glimpse into twelve-year-old Josh. Yeah, yeah. Nice. I think I was even younger than that, but yeah, yeah, yeah that was good stuff. Um, okay, so, but again, had he had he chosen wisely, he wouldn't have gotten shot in the side. Right. Again, close to internal organs. But let's get back to the arms and legs. Right. No good. No. Because Why? Uh, major, major arteries—the uh, femoral and the 
brachial mm-hmm. arteries uh, run through the leg and the arm, respectively. So These are huge arteries. They're, yeah. they're responsible for all the blood flow to your extremities, which is pretty important because without it, they would freeze off when it got you know down to 35 degrees. Right. Um, and if you get shot in any one of these, if these things come, become severed, um, you'll bleed out in about two or three minutes. Yeah, once I read the part about the femoral artery, it recalled, you know, I've heard a lot on the news about people getting shot in the leg and dying, and sure, that's the reason. It can be a very deadly place to get shot. So what are we left with? Well, uh, by my count, the head, the chest, the arms and legs are out, so I would just say the feet and the hands. That is right. That's probably friend. the best place to that be That is shot. right. And also, somebody uh, out there who may say, well, what about the pubic region, the, the hip? No, no. Um, there is a nerve bundle in oh, your right. hip mm-hmm. that is, uh, by, again, Ed Sizemore's reckoning, um, the most painful place to get shot. Right. The nerve bundle right there would just shoot pain throughout your body right. in, in the most efficient manner possible. So, right. so not the pelvis either. But yes, a hand or a foot. Well, there's all kinds of bones, though. So It is true. This is the thing. You, know, uh, uh, you, there, you would suffer some terrible, terrible crushing injuries. Um, you may never use your hand or foot that you got shot in again. Right. Number one, you have another one. True. Okay. So let's say you, you get you even, you know, your your foot just completely disabled. Um, there are such things as crutches, wheelchairs. Mm-hmm. You can drag your foot along behind you with your good foot. Right. Uh, your hand, you'll never work with your, you know, whatever hand you got shot in again. Right. But think about the drummer from Def Leppard. He yeah, drummed true. with only one arm. Yeah, true. Okay, so I mean, there's Rick Allen. Exactly. Yes. Um, is that his name? Yeah. Nice one. Um, so, so yes, it would hurt, but think about how thin your hand and feet are. Your go, hands it and feet should are. go right through. It, it could go right through. It hopefully would go right through. And also those bones that are getting shattered as that you know high high uh, high speed hollow point bullet right. mushrooms into it mm-hmm. and it goes out the other end. Um, they're, it's very unlikely those those fragments will travel to a vital organ. Right. So because they're far enough away. Well, I guess this makes sense because whenever you hear about stories about uh, army dudes in uh, various wars who want to get sent home, they shoot themselves in the foot. Mm-hmm. That, that's the common way to do it, to get sent home. Yeah. At the very least, Stewie and Brian did. Uh, right. Yeah. The family guy. Yeah. It didn't work then. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, hand or foot, that's the way to go. Agreed. I would, if someone came running at me with a gun, I would lie down and stick up my arms and legs and, and my hands in front of my face. Actually, you, you would be right in lying down. Uh, Mr. Sizemore told me, you know, if you get down on the ground, you're presenting a smaller target. Okay. Um, his number one advice to any civilian um, who is being shot at, run. Run. I believe he may have said run like hell. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I would retreat. do a zigzaggy thing, too. That's another good idea, too. I mean, most people can't shoot to save their lives. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. But, you know, you could just as easily run into a bullet. That, yeah. That's true. So, uh, yeah. And number one, run. Number two, lay down on the ground. If you have a choice, hand or foot. Right. Great. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So, uh, you know, that brings us to, right, Chuck? Listener mail. Listener mail. Okay, so uh, who do who do we have one from there, buddy? Uh, this week we have um, one from one Coral Clark from San great Jose, name. California. Coral's got a great name. Yeah, it's a great name. And this, uh, we've already talked about the jelly bean thing ad nauseum, the booger-flavored beans. Mm-hmm. Hopefully this one will put it to rest, because this is sort of a correction upon a correction that we've already done. Mm-hmm. So in one of our podcasts, we talked about booger-flavored jelly beans. Josh doubted I had had them. And no, they yes. weren't just real boogers that I'd had. Right. And uh, someone confirmed. But now uh, Coral writes in and says, 
back to booger-flavored jelly beans, jelly bellies. Uh, while it is true that the trade name Jelly Belly does not market these unusually flavored sweets, the company that manufactures them, Golitz, is commissioned to make Birdie Pot's Every Flavor Beans of Harry Potter fame, which I know you mentioned mm-hmm. in our podcast. Uh, while, uh, when I toured the California factory, they did confirm that they manufactured Birdie Pot's Every Flavor Beans in their factories using the same process as for Jelly Bellies, except they did not always use all-natural flavors, bringing you flavors like dirt, bacon, Spaghetti, earwax, and vomit. I could go for bacon or spaghetti. Yeah, but I don't know why those would be gross. Well, I agree, but I mean it's the future of food, boogers. really. Sure. Little tiny capsules of bacon and spaghetti. <laughs> That's kind of nice, actually. Yeah. Uh, so uh, he goes on to say, uh, I think you also mentioned bean boozled beans, where the black bean might be a licorice or a skunk spray flavor, and the company Golitz produces those as well. So that's fantastic. Coral Clark. Right? Coral Clark. Greatest name ever. Thank you very much for writing in. Thanks for the mail. And uh, anybody else who wants to point out a point or revise another point or just say hi or whatever, uh, send us uh, an email at stuffpodcast at howstuffworks.com. Thanks for listening. For more on this and thousands of other topics, visit howstuffworks.com. Brought to you by the reinvented 2012 Camry. It's ready. Are you?